Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now some of you listening might be parents and you enjoy telling your kids stories at night time. And likewise as professionals we might have to tell a few stories sometimes to explain some of our concepts or maybe what's going on in the numbers. So I really get happy or, or enjoy finding stories across sort of both realms as parents and professionals. And one I came across recently that I really liked was Jack Kent's there's no such thing as dragons. Now on the surface, it's a really simple tale. It's about a young boy called uh, Billy Bixby who spies a dragon um, sitting at the end of its bed. You know, it's about the size of one of those family friendly household cats. And he goes down to breakfast to tell his mom about it. And his mom says, well, Billy, there's no such thing as dragons. But the thing is the dragon starts eating Billy's breakfast, his pancakes at the table, and it starts to grow. And soon the dragon begins to fill the whole house. And even mum, when she's trying to clean the house and sweep the floors, she's having to go in and out of the windows just to get at the bits to clean. And then the dragon gets so big that it fills up everywhere and its legs and its feet burst through the floors. And if, to cap it all off, the dragon runs off for the house with uh, Billy and mum in it. So Billy's dad comes back from work and just sees an empty plot where the house was. A passing neighbour then tells him what's happened, so he runs after the dragon climbs up its neck uh, in, and then jumps into the house to rejoin him at the dinner table. Now, mom still insists that the dragon does not exist, but Billy, he's pretty much had it at this stage. He says, mom, there is a dragon. And then the dragon instantly starts to shrink. Soon it becomes cat-sized again. Now, I imagine we'll all agree that dragons that are cat-sized do exist, and two, they're much more preferable to some of the more gigantic counterparts that we hear about in fairy tales or in this story. You know, so mom's eyes are now reluctantly opened at this stage and she asks somewhat, you know, why did it have to get so big? Billy quietly suggests, well, maybe it wanted to be noticed. You know, if you sort of think about it, maybe that's the moral of a lot of stories. You know, in the background, in Billy Bixby's house, the dragon grows, one day bursts forth in a form that no one can ignore. It uh, lifts the very household from its own foundations. And like in business, you know, when chaos emerges, it happens bit by bit. It sort of goes a bit unnoticed itself. You know, poor results um, and missed targets, they start piling up. Um, everything that's not performing well sort of might even be swept under the rug, uh, where like dragons will feast on the crumbs. Uh, but no one is sort of saying anything. And uh, the compliance systems, the control tools, points, uh, checks and balances, uh, organizational hierarchies, you know, then start to reveal themselves as inadequate in the face of sort of like unexpected and threatening happenings. And like that's where we in finance can step in uh, to help. You know, one thing we can do is like deconstruct the business. So, if, you know, by that I mean if we continue to leave things vague, uh, we'll never know one thing from another. In effect, everything will start bleeding um, into each other, you know, making our businesses quite complex uh, to be managed. Uh, instead, you know, in finance, we have that sort of unique position, that overall view, the full field of the play. So we can look across all business transactions and maybe better appreciate the interconnectedness of them. You know, that allows us to maybe deconstruct a bit of where the dragons might be lurking and pinpoint what the issues really are to enable their solution. But then it can be quite difficult to prioritize you know, these issues in any particular order. You know, but regardless of prioritization, damaged machinery will continue to malfunction unless it's either properly diagnosed or ultimately fixed. So uh, in finance, we have like a necessary skill set to allow us to get underneath what's going on with these dragons, figure out what it all means, uh, translate those impacts on the bottom line, 
to recommend and prioritize some perhaps go forward action. And then once we've done that, uh, you know, some dragons might actually be hoarding some gold, you know, but without the right thinking around the control points in the businesses, these things will either compound uh, the mess or, you know, fail to make the most of any opportunity available to the business to seize the gold or as much gold as possible. So in finance, we've some experience here around fostering effective business controls, uh, you know, by investigating what needs to be done to arm the business, you know, to maybe even sharpen their swords to ensure that there's no fatal wounds against any current dragons out there and perhaps reduce any threats against future ones that might emerge. And then finally, you know, bringing it all together. I mean, if we shirk, you know, the, com you know, what's compounding the unexpected, even when it appears manageable, you know, the reality of our businesses will find themselves in will be unsustainably disorganized and chaotic. You know, leaving dragons to grow bigger and swallow all sense of order and predictability. Now, the other strengths I've mentioned, combined with our perceived independence and objectivity, will allow us to hold others to account so that they act in the best interest of the business and the shareholders by establishing appropriate performance management practices to specify and slay any real or such perceived dragons as and when they appear. And really that's where the story is all about. You know, we collect many stories from guest mentors on our show, you know, how they've dealt with their dragons, learned from their hard won lessons, and any best bits of advice they picked up on the way. So if you enjoyed this episode, please let your friends know. You can find us at sitnshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And really as a community, if we keep sharing such stories and coming together, you know, we'll only improve our overall strength in the numbers. So until next time, uh, take care and let's keep building on our strength in the numbers.